This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Are we calling BS on this? Headline says that Connor Bedard, NHL phenom uh, draft pick for the Blackhawks, Connor Bedard has never eaten fast food in his life. In not his life. life. Not even at a birthday party when you're at the other kid's birthday party with their family? This is according to an interview with NHL.com that Bedard's mother, Melanie, did. Quote, he's never had fast food. He will at some point, but he hasn't <laughs> eaten at McDonald's or anything yet. Huh. I know we all know when we eat well how you feel, and then we kind of go off the rails. I think he's just aware of that feeling. On game days... He'll eat chicken, rice, vegetable, shrimp, mashed yams, chicken, salmon. It's kind of a rotation, she says. I'm sure he has a very healthy diet, but is this something where, like, everybody's mom thinks they've never smoked before? Like, does he, does, are they a healthy family <laughs> and he's just never told her that he's indulged? You know what I mean? Like, the family doesn't eat fast food. It's his secret shame. Yes. He can't tell. No, Mom, I've never had McDonald's. But you're telling me he hasn't had a couple drinks with his buddies, and then I guess he's only 18, 19. Yeah, he's a a teenager, right? Still. I don't know. But I tell you what, this sucks for any kid who's like nine and loves McDonald's and also loves hockey because those overbearing dads are going to be like, Connor Bedard never eats fast food. You can never either. Now choke back your mashed yams <laughs> like Connor Bedard does. Yeah. Yams kind of look like unfried nuggets. Eat it. <laughs> do, do you believe this? I do. I mean, I've seen this guy work out, and he is in incredible shape. Like, I've seen him work out next to McDavid, and this kid is in unbelievable shape. So I believe it. I see, I see a lot of parents these days, their kids never have sugar. Like, I don't know how it's possible, but... You know, even some of my in-laws, like the kid never has sugar, even though they're like seven. They've never had a pop. You know, if mm-hmm. you if you get them on the right track early, I think you can probably make them not even want to taste, not even like the taste of it. Well, I failed at that already. Yeah. My six-year-old son, Grayson, had a hockey game on the weekend, and me and like three other of the the dads took all our kids to McDonald's, let them run wild in the play place, fed them full of yeah. Big Macs. <laughs> I think, honestly, that's half the reason why I played sports growing up, is so we can go to McDonald's after. Right. Because it's the easiest thing. You're starving, obviously. Sometimes you don't get dinner beforehand because you're rushing around after your parents are done work. Connor Bedard has never eaten any fast food. I tell you what. I will judge if when I have a kid who I'm forcing to play hockey, I will judge once both their careers are over, Bedard and Phil Kessels. I'll see who has more points, and that's the diet I'm leaning towards. Yeah, Phil Kessel would be the other end of the spectrum on that one. Yeah, loves hot dogs, eats terribly, and is the Iron Man of NHL. He never misses a game. Yes. So, I mean... Are we basing it on points then or missing games? (laughs) I think I think points. I think the missing games is just the icing on the cake. That's an unbelievable thing that Kessel's been able to pull off. But wow. he's also got a ton of points. Connor Bedard has never had icing or cake, apparently, as well. <laughs> I'm kidding. He doesn't even get this metaphor. <laughs> he's had a cake, but it was made out of mashed yams. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, NHL phenom to be getting ready to start his first season with the Chicago Blackhawks. Connor Bedard has never had fast food in his life, according to his mother. Never in his life. Impressive. So we're asking you, what is something you have never done that people are always surprised to hear? Go ahead. You're on with Taz and Jim. So what I have never done is eaten a pickle. <laughs> uh, on purpose? Like, is it the sight that freaks you out, or you just something you've never bothered is, doing? 
the smell. I don't know. I can't get past the smell. Mm-hmm. So I've never, never tried a pickle. Never, ha- ever. Have you ever had anything pickled? Have you had nope. a, a pickled beet? Egg? A pickled egg? Nope. Nothing pickled ever. Nothing Honestly, pickled. I'm not a fan of the pickle flavor or pickled anything, so... Yeah, I, I know there's a lot of people listening that would hate me for saying that, but I know some people who love the pickled eggs, and they'll bring a jar to a party. What about the extreme beans in a Caesar? No. Nope. I'm not a big Caesar guy either. You've never had an extreme bean. What's that? Never had an extreme bean. I don't even know what that is. It's a pickled bean that's spicy that you, they use as a garnish for Caesars. Sure, sure. And it's like a point, you eat it at the end? or what? I don't know why I know this, because I've never had a Caesar <laughs> in my life. But I'm allergic to clams and tomatoes. Oh, so. buddy. One last ride <laughs> when you're 98. <laughs> you know? yeah. I'm going out on top with a Caesar. <laughs> Extra clam, please. <laughs> Thanks for the call. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Who's this? Hey, it's Dave in the man cave. Dave, what have you never done that would shock people? Um, Sugar. I've never had uh, your fruity cereals. Any of that kind of stuff. You've, You've had f- sugar. Yes. No, I haven't. Okay, um, have my, you ever had an orange? Uh, well, yeah, natural sugar. Sorry. Natural sugar, but you've never had a chocolate bar. Very few times, yes. Okay, that's not very never. few. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the same as never, Dave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. It's Taz and Jim. Do you believe this guy? We've got uh, Zach on the phone. Zach, what have you never done before? I have never had sex before. You've never had sex by choice or circumstance? No, I'm Mormon. You're Mormon. Okay. Yeah. You never went for I a soaking? Sorry, sir? You've never went for a soaking? What's a soaking? It's a test. Oh, uh, it's actually when you stick it in and just leave it there, right? Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna... And you're not and you're not betraying God because you're not moving it in and out. Is this a Mormon thing? This is thing? a Mormon thing. It's a so called a soak. <laughs> yeah. See, he did know that, so he might well, be Mormon. Well, he could be know. telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had fast food? Yeah, of course. I'm Mormon. I'm not on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wish you the best of luck. So, uh, with your religion, are you not allowed to have sex until you're married? Uh, yeah, my buddy was a missionary, and he, he had sex as well, and then he got like kicked out of the church, so... I'm not trying to follow his lead, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sure, sure. The irony of being a missionary and never being a missionary. They invented the position. (laughs) (laughs) Cruel fate. (laughs) Zach, uh, I think you're really going to enjoy it when you get the chance, bud. Good luck. Godspeed. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Why am I seeing pictures of Kevin James all over the internet? <laughs> what is the this hottest thing? new meme? What is this thing all about? So Kevin James uh, had a big sitcom years ago, mm-hmm. The King of Queens, mm-hmm. stand-up comedian, good friends with Adam Sandler. He was in the Grown Ups movies, right? He's also the star of Paul Blart, Mall Cop. Yeah. I now millions. pronounce you Chuck and Larry? Cla- a classic <laughs> cinema piece. <laughs> but the younger generation isn't going to know any of that. They're just going to be like, hey, look, it's the guy from the the shrugging in the kitchen <laughs> meme. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll be like uh, how I only know Wilford Brimley is the diabetes guy. Yeah, you don't know his earlier work. I am not familiar. Diabetes. Yeah, yeah. 
So what's the deal? Why why have uh, the online communities latched on to this picture of Kevin James? If you don't know what I'm talking about, go on social media. You'll see it within the next 10 minutes if you just keep scrolling. Sure, sure. It's a, it's just a photo of him during his King of Queens days doing like a hands in his pockets, oh, ah shucks kind of sheepish look. And can you explain where any meme comes from or how it starts? Who knows? But basically, they just take that photo and then put a caption of somebody being sheepish. Beside, Like, what I saw was the Kevin James photo, and it goes, the, the caption on the meme was, Travis Kelsey asking Taylor Swift if she saw his touchdown. Because he's kind of like, do you see my touchdown? touchdown? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> to explain a meme that never over yeah. the radio never works. It's but. like... It's like uh... Who decided that the lady yelling at the cat was going to be something? Sure, right? sure. Or like the the jealous, you know, the one where the guy is walking with his girlfriend, Looking the other hot girl. Yeah, like yeah. where where does it come from? Who knows? How does it catch on? But yeah, this is it's funny the generational impact this will have. Like your son will never know him no. as Paul Blart. He he'll won't. Be funny meme guy. He'll be sheepish in the kitchen. Yeah, he'll be bad luck Brian of the new generation. <laughs> Kevin James has got to love it. Anything that keeps people talking about you, right? Sure. Or, or does it suck because he can't make money off it? Like he can't sell a. I guess he could sell a T-shirt with that thing on it. Personal appearances. He can get hired for Sweet Sixteen birthday parties now, <laughs> and show up as the as yeah. the sheepish dad from the kitchen, wear that plaid shirt, and just yeah. make that look in the corner. <laughs> oh, look! It's humble guy. <laughs> It's humble, relatable, middle-aged man me. Devin Peacock, our sports guy, is here. NHL regular season gets underway tonight. Hockey is back. Dev, I know you're probably super excited to get all leafy in here. <laughs> Why don't we save that for tomorrow? Because the Leafs don't play tonight, right? Yes, the NHL has gotten uh, super uh, original, and it's Toronto and Montreal to start the season again. But you know, I love it. I do. You I don't, don't like every we'll, single we'll, year. It's always we'll wait to get leafy tomorrow, tomorrow night. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll save my rant for tomorrow. That's tomorrow night. That's right? tomorrow night. We got Blackhawks, Penguins, uh, Predators, Tampa Bay, Kraken versus Golden Knights, all tonight. Uh, any of those teams, Stanley Cup contenders? What do you think? I mean, Vegas uh, just won it, so Vegas is in there. Seattle has been pretty good. I'm interested to see what Pittsburgh does. They've got Eric Carlson on the back end now. Uh, they've, you know, Kyle Dubas uh, really doubling down on just kind of loading up your stars and not having uh, too much else there. I hope he falls flat on his face. But also, <laughs> I love Sidney Crosby, so it's kind of a conflict there, you know? I, I want Sidney to get another yeah. ring, but I don't want Kyle to win it before <laughs> Yeah, and and Sid the kid has been pointed out that uh, in his his picture, his official team picture, a little salt and pepper in the hair. Ooh. Sid the kid is no longer a kid. I watched Sidney Crosby play in the Memorial Cup, <laughs> and the, the idea that he is now closer to retirement then uh, the start of his entire career is uh, not good. Well, you know what makes it really depressing, Dev. You're way older, as you were just uh, telling us. You 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 you've seen him play as a junior hockey player when you were a full grown adult. Yes, 
He is closer to retirement than you are as well. <laughs> How did he, he hopped you. I've also got white hair, and I'm not that old. <laughs> and What's we don't want to know where it is because it's not on the top of your head. <laughs> uh, Nashville Predators, Tampa Bay Lightning. You like that one? Uh, not really. It sounds like a boring game. Tampa's, uh, you know, Vasilevsky's injured. Uh, Tampa's, I think, in for... Uh, they're cruising for a bruising this year. The, the, Tampa, They've got to fall apart eventually. They've been going deep in the playoffs for years. All their depth has kind of fallen away. Now, it's Tampa Bay. You, you never you know, count them out for sure, but you got a lot of teams coming up. Buffalo, uh, Ottawa uh, is, you know, is exciting. Uh, Montreal might you know have some some life in them. Detroit. Where do you see the Blackhawks ending up now that they've got Connor Bedard, the darling of uh, the future of the NHL on their team? They've got Connor Bedard, yes, but they don't have a whole lot else. Uh, you know, no disrespect to uh, Corey Perry, but he has been playing on their uh, you know power play lines. He is you know he's past his prime, and so he would not be your first choice for power play. Again, fantastic career. I think he's a Hall of Famer, but they don't have a ton of depth in Chicago. So yeah. my buddy, I, I did my NHL fantasy year. draft over the weekend, and I think Connor Bedard on Yahoo Sports went roughly around 60th, I think, overall, because he's unproven. My buddy took him at about 50th pick. Is that too early to pick an uh, unproven guy for fantasy, or is it worth, like, the risk? Man, like, Connor Bedard... uh, He's been amazing in preseason, we have to say. He's given me Connor McDavid vibes, you know, just the way he just has a nose for the net, nose for the puck. I mean, it's... Connor, Connor McDavid is... Heads and tails above everybody else, but Connor Bedard, man, is just so, 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 so good. Yeah, he looks good now, but what happens when mom's not around and he's out there on the road and the team stops in at an A&W and oh, he sells no. his he, he gets his first uncle Papa burger. burgers. <laughs> <laughs> Eats fast food for the first time I'll and imagine. it's like pulling the ripcord on one of those inflatable rafts. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, it's like when you go to college and you've never drank before. That's the guy who's puking in the toilet. You know, he can't handle himself. If you missed it earlier, we were talking about Connor Bedard has never eaten fast food in his entire life, according to his family. I don't believe it. I I have a tough time thinking he hasn't at least had one fry. You haven't had a Happy Meal? (laughs) Not one Happy Meal. Your your parents never had to shut you up for the Happy Meal. (laughs) (laughs) The Taz and Jim Podcast. Cats big win on the weekend. Ryan, our Hamilton producer, is a big Ticats fan. What did you think of the game on the weekend, Ray? It was a, just a pretty dominant showing by Hamilton, and uh, it was a really rough game if you're a Rough, a rough Riders fan, that's for sure. 38-13 uh, to 13 was the final score. We got to see uh, Bo Levi-Mitchell start the game at quarterback for the Ticats. He played a couple of drives, scored a touchdown, and then uh, coaching staff said, said that was it for the night. They put in Matthew Schultz for the rest of the game, and he looked really good as well. Bo Levi's so, not uh, hurt again, is he? No, he's not hurt again, but I have a feeling the team's worried that he might be, so they're <laughs> they're bringing him in slowly. Yeah, they surely, don't want, you know? want him to get hurt because they have made the playoffs, they've clinched the playoffs, and they seem to be getting hot at the right time, and nothing would be better than having the Ticats play at home in the Grey Cup with Green Day at the halftime. Oh, unbelievable. i got to give a shout-out to our boy, Stavros Katsantonis, who's on the Jumbotron with us during a couple times during the game. Another unbelievable interception he got on the, the, the defensive end. Uh, he's lighting it up, so shout-out to him. 
Stavros, you're the man. Did you see that, yeah, Ryan? He's an electric player. <laughs> yeah. he, he's so good. He, uh, he's, I think, one of the league leaders for interceptions, and he hasn't even started every single game this, this year. Did he he's throw incredible. the ball into the crowd this time? <laughs> yeah, last time he kicked the ball into the crowd and then said, I got excited, can I have the ball back? <laughs> and he did get it back. He, he got it back? back. Oh, yes. good. good. And he hooked the fan up with uh, some Ticats jerseys, so yeah, right I think he held on to this he one. He learned though. his lesson. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Hey, right. Earlier today, we were talking about, uh, Connor Bedard. He says he's never eaten fast food in his life. Uh, and we were asking, well, what is something you've never done in your, your life that people are always surprised to hear about? How old are you now, Rye? I am actually going to be 24 in about a month. And what's something you've never done? I've never left the country. And you've lived your entire life an hour and a half away from the border? Yes. <laughs> I've gotten very close to the border, but I've never actually left Canada. We need to take Ryan to Niagara Falls, U.S. Uh, the the U.S. side of the falls. We'll do all the cheesy tourist stuff over there. Totally. Get him, like, America pants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do a game, maybe. Really make him the most American Yeah, you want to go to a Buffalo Bills game, Ryan? Only if you guys promise to jump through a table. No, you're going through the table, bud. This is all about Ryan. This is orientation to America. (laughs) No, I'm I'm jumping through the table. Okay, we'll we'll join you. Yeah, we'll do it all together. We'll hold hands. I love it. Exactly. We'll have to get a big table. Let's start planning that trip. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, guys. Yeah. First, we got to get Ryan a passport. (laughs) Step one, (laughs) that could take three months. Yeah, get... The football season may be over by the time we can legally cross the border with Ryan. If it's a Sabres game we have to go to, it doesn't matter. One way, we're getting them to the States. Let's just throw them in the trunk with a bunch of weed. (laughs) What could go wrong? This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. This headline. Dead skydiver found on front lawn of Florida home. Quote, the worst I've seen. Yikes. How many of those have you seen? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> occasionally you see, a, I'll see a video of somebody tragically falling because I watch a lot of skydiving videos or like parachuting videos. You have been skydiving. I Jim. have. It's kind of something I like. And uh, occasionally it does happen. Like it happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly. Well, that's that's part of jumping out of a plane. I know, I the, know. The risk factor is what gives you the thrill, right? Truly, truly. Um, no real need to go into details here. Somebody found uh, the skydiver in skydiving gear on their front lawn. It was a 69-year-old man. Yeah, that's old enough. Wow, that's but I mean, what a time to go skydiving! If you're gonna do it, sixty nine. <laughs> wow, <laughs> when you're old enough that right, you've you know, had a good life yeah, already. Yeah, but also bad on the knees too when you do land. I when this does happen, I I do want to know like not too many details, but I do want to know was the parachute deployed, or was this like a crash landing where he was landing too fast and died? There was some surveillance video that was captured, and it looked like the parachute was deployed. Hmm. but obviously something went wrong. Yeah, man. It's the last thing you would expect to be crashing into your yard. Yeah, tragic, obviously, for the guy who passed away, and pretty traumatic for the homeowner, Mm -hmm. I would imagine, finding somebody who was was, uh, crash-landed on your front lawn. 
I guess better than coming through your roof while you're sitting on your couch watching sure. television. The skylight. Like, can yeah. You talk about uh, PTSD. If you're sitting on the couch and all of a sudden some guy just lands in your living room. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're watching Mission Impossible Five. <laughs> And you would think, like, the move, this is no. 4D. Holy cow. <laughs> Same reason I never watched the movie Speed yeah. on a bus. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to risk too it. Too much. Yeah. It's too close to home. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. On the other hand, if you had a big enough pool, I'm just hypothetically here, if we had a big enough pool and the skydiver landed in the backyard but landed in the pool... Would they be okay? They'd be better. Certainly wouldn't be worse. That's like jumping before the if the elevator's falling. If you jump one second before it hits yeah, the yeah. ground, are Move you going to be logic. okay? <laughs> if, you, how fast if you hit falling, water from, uh, after jumping out of a plane, isn't it the same as hitting concrete? Well, I mean, depends if the parachute was was deployed. Yeah, Again. If, you, if you slowed down yeah. a little. We will announce the finalists. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Stonely Crop Championships. Our annual gardening contest. We got hundreds of entries. Thank you to everyone who sent us pictures of their beautiful four plants in their backyards, some in their houses. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking just just basements. There was pictures of people who are now using marijuana plants as like, their house plants. It's like the Christmas tree in the corner <laughs> of their living room. Exactly. They get pretty big. Um, but we've got five finalists narrowed down here. We will have a, a celebrity judge determining who has the best crop coming up at the end of the week. Who's in the competition, Jim? First off, big shout out to Chris, who's just got an amazing gardening box here, complete with chain link fence to keep the rabbits or skids out, depending on who's hungry that night. <laughs> and he's got like a nice netting thing over top of it. Just a real good setup in his backyard. Yes. And a giant plant as well. Organized we got, guy. Yes. Colin, who gave us a close up of his buds. And that is a nice purple looking long. Corn cob, as they call it, because mm. the bud is so big and long. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, Jessica, who got the most likes out of our gallery here, she has a massive bud out in the middle of a cornfield, speaking of, and she put her hand up next to it, and it is a big bud. I I don't know if this is a situation, like the one piece of advice my dad gave me when it came to women was marry a girl with small hands. That was the one. <laughs> that was the one. Hey, if you want to be happy, son, find yourself yeah. a lady with small hands. So she can find things underneath the couch and between the car seats. Right. Or when you enter a, a gardening contest, if she puts her hand next to the bud, yeah, yeah. the bud is going to look a lot bigger. Your dad right? was on to something. So I don't know. I don't. I can't tell if this thing is absolutely massive because it looks huge next to her hand. Yeah. But I have no idea how big her hands are. You're right. We'll let the judges put that into consideration because you're right, Taz. To sc- hand scale is important. Uh, also, shout out to Mike, who just, like I like I love, is on a stepladder next to his massive Those plant. Those are tall plants. Tall plants, very wide. Buds look good. And finally, Stephanie with the purple, purpliest slash pinkiest looking crystallized bud up there. That looks nice. like some quality bud. So we will post those all on the Taz and Jim Facebook page. Uh, as the five finalists and announce a winner this week.
End of the week, somebody is going to win the Stonely Crop Trophy. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Hope you had a, a great long weekend. You're able to spend some time with friends and family, have some good food, some laughs. Jim, I know you were doing Thanksgiving dinner with the in-laws. Yep, that was yesterday. How'd it go? Great. Shout out to Janice, my mother-in-law. I love saying mother-in-law, by the way. And Janice is one heck of a mother-in-law name. Yeah, one heck of a mother-in-law, but also one heck of a classic mother-in-law cla- name. Oh, my mother-in-law Janice is she coming She sounds over. like an M-I-L to me. <laughs> but yeah, she did a, uh, a great job. We had the turkey, the, the uh, potatoes, the... Did you have both uh, fixins and trimmins? Oh, buddy. <laughs> Did I ever? You know, sometimes you just get fixins, and it's like it's still good. It's good, but but when they throw in the trimmings, oh my god, the complete package, (laughs) two types of potatoes. Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, gravy. Oh yeah. How did you contribute to the day? Did Did you not at all? Did you offer to help with the dishes at least? I cleaned up. I I cleaned up the plates and the cutlery at the end with the father-in-law Adam. He's a good guy. Classic, I've met him. classic, name classic well. father-in-law name. The first, first human, according to the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so apt for a father-in-law. Uh, so I did that. Uh, what else? Oh, I played with the kids a little bit downstairs. Yeah. That's about it. Uh, we had a ton of fun. Uh, as I mentioned, my uh, my brother Todd and his wife Jen host, and they got a great spot with a big backyard and. Mm-hmm. He had all the kids, all the cousins, there's 13, 14 of them running around the backyard playing all sorts of different games. I made a, a big mistake Uh-oh. as a, uh, a guy in his mid-40s. I went in the backyard to start playing soccer with the kids. Oh, boy. While holding a glass of wine. <laughs> and wearing a white shirt. <laughs> and... I did my best to keep up. Like the kids, they range from uh, six years old to eighteen, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's it, there's a lot of uh, young, spry people out on that field. Yeah, and I was not one of them. Yeah, no. The only receptacle of beer or sorry of alcohol that you can have, I think, is a beer can playing sports. Yeah, because beer bottle you can't spill out of it, but you could also fall and smash it and cut yourself. Well, beer I, can is the ultimate this athletic drink. End up the way you think it did. Okay, so I've got a glass, a glass, glass yeah. wine glass <laughs> yeah. in my hand, red wine, and the the lawn was a little slippery. There was a little moisture out there. Yeah, I spun around trying to get the ball, and I went down. Unfortunately. I had to protect the wine. Sure. I couldn't protect my body. So I, I took a good, uh, I probably have a big bruise on the side of my hip because I went down, landed directly on my hip, and I thought to myself, 10 years from now this happens, it, it's time to go get a new hip. It's over. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Enjoy it while you can. But the kids were very impressed. I didn't spill a drop of the wine. Unbelievable. I bet you the parents were impressed as well as they were looking <laughs> at the bay window. Every family has that uncle. Yeah, he thinks he's still spry. The Taz and Jim Podcast. We uh, we had said that snow was a possibility over the long weekend. I didn't see any. Jim, you didn't see any. No. We've got a Taz and Jim listener just sent us a text. says, hey, guys, I personally didn't see snow, but I have family near Algonquin Park, and they got some snow over the weekend. Mm, It begins. There's a little, there's a little ways up there. Huh? <laughs> yeah, 
Still pretty northeast, <laughs> you know. This is a dirty trick by the Weather Network. I'm online this morning, weathernetwork.com, and uh, there's a headline here. It says, top story. There it is. The season's first blizzard warning was issued for a major Canadian highway. See where here. Ooh, a blizzard alert over the Thanksgiving long weekend. Sounds close to home. How did we miss this? Well, because it was up near Eagle Plains, Yukon. (laughs) (laughs) Warning to Nova Scotia and BC and beyond. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Yeah, just uh, right next to Alaska, almost as north as you can go in in the Yukon. uh, Eagle Plains had a bit of snow. I didn't know that the blizzard warning stopped up there. Yeah, I don't think it's sun warnings. There it is. <laughs> the first blizzard warning for a major Canadian highway in 2023. So if you're up driving from uh, Whitestone Village to Eagle Plains on the weekend, maybe uh, heading over to Fishing Station <laughs> or uh, Lapierre House. Sure, to visit family. Yeah, Fort McPherson. You may have encountered a little bit of snow on the roads. All those hot spots, man. <laughs> Looking at the map, this could not be further away in our country <laughs> than from where we are right now. <laughs> but so, technically... It's coming, folks. We're going to get the snow down this way at some point. Right now, it's still up just past the Northwest Territories. <laughs> For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.